Okay, so we'd like to welcome you to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for January 6, 2008. And in this next part, we're going to be talking about Erwin McManus, who is the co-host for this Rethink conference. He is the co-host, so it's very important to understand that. This isn't a minor player in this conference. Um, and there's a there's a article put out by Lighthouse Trails, who's done probably more research in this area than about anybody else. It's entitled, Erwin McManus teams up with Robert Schuller, and it could have far-reaching effects. In January 2008, the Rethink Conference will take place at Robert Schuller's Crystal Cathedral. Um, the event will be hosted by Robert Schuller and Erwin McManus. According to the conference site, if you want to increase your influence as a leader in an ever-changing culture, then Rethink gives you the tools and the perspectives you need to lead today. End of quote. The event is designed for pastors and leaders in particular, and promises that theologically conservative pastors will even feel comfortable. Give me a break. How could you possibly feel comfortable even knowing half of this stuff? And notice who they're targeting. They're targeting the pastors, because the pastors go home, and they influence their whole congregation. So if they can get the pastors to buy into this heresy, then what ends up happening is, is they go home and they influence all their... So actually, they're reaching many more people that, that are just actually attending. They're going to the head, and the Bible says if the head be sick, then the whole body's sick. They're trying to make... They're trying to corrupt the body of Christ as much as possible, okay? which is really the goal here. Ironically enough, many of the speakers whom Christian pastors and leaders might be more willing to trust, um, those who are professing Christians, may be the very ones who will pass on a mystical who will pass on a mystical perspective. For instance, H.B. London Jr. is an avid promoter of Richard Foster's spiritual formation. And Erwin McManus, who says it's his goal to destroy Christianity, this is the co-host. Erwin McManus has said that it is his goal to destroy Christianity. Claims that the core of his book, The Barbarian Way, is mysticism. But he's the co-host. And the core of his book, The Barbarian Way, is mysticism. And it's his goal to destroy Christianity. K. Warren recommends Henry Nowen's contemplative book, In the Name of Jesus, and her husband Rick Warren has supported the contemplative spiritual formation movement for years. While Robert Schuller will be representing Christianity as well, he too has a long history of mystical affinities. Listen to Ray Youngen explain. What, what many might not know about Schuller is his new thought proclivities. Proclivities. Inner spiritual scholar Marcus Bach once related the following incidents that took place at a Unity Church in Hawaii in which Bach was speaking. Dr. Schuler attended the first of three services. This one was at 7.38 a.m. When we shook hands at the door, Robert Schuler tarried to assure me how much the Unity principles meant to him and how helpful they had been to him in his work. Unity. Unity Church. <laughs> one of the worst of the worst of the worst. What could some of these unity principles be, Bach explains. Well, Hinduism's emphasis on meditation fits well into unity's pattern, patterns for enlightenment. This is one of the major principles that Schuller was making reference to. In his own book, Prayer, My Soul's Adventure with God, he says, Move into mighty moods of meditation. 
draw energies from centers of sacred solitude, serenity, and silence. Find yourself coming alive in the garden of prayer called meditation. Yes, the New Agers have grabbed hold of meditation. Hey, Christian, hear me. Let's not give up this glorious God-given gift of meditation by turning it to over to those outside our faith. End of quote. So this is what Robert Schuller says in, in his book, uh, Soul's Adventure with God. Now this is another big thing you're seeing within many uh, so-called pseudo-Christian movements is this push toward contemplative Christianity, meditation, um, repeating some mantra over and over and over again, whereas Jesus talks about us that we should avoid vain repetition with prayer. And this is what the Catholics have been doing for centuries. Okay, the, You know, you hear the cloistered nuns and the monks, and they devote themselves and give themselves over to this type of thing, into meditation, into you know being in silence for long periods of time. And what they're actually trying to do from an occult perspective is open doors um, to these demonic entities to come in and, and essentially infest them, is what it really boils down to. The point that Schuller misses is that meditation is what makes a person a new ager. This perspective is something to consider, in, and this is not meditating on scripture. Okay, This is the unbiblical meditation that we just mentioned. This perspective is something to consider in light of the quarter million pastors who have trained and been mentored under Schuller at his leadership institute. A quarter of a million? That's hard to comprehend. Understand this, a quarter of a million pastors have been trained and mentored by Schuler. So you've got a quarter million little Schulers running around there, now I'm sure a lot of them have come out, or some have, but they've went on to train other people. A quarter million. So this isn't just a little trivial thing, it's not like Schuler's not reaching a lot of people. He is. The Rethink Conference is bringing together leaders from several different philosophical and religious camps under the auspices of Robert Schuller. If one wonders what his purpose is, the answer might be found in his book, My Journey, where he states, I met once more with the Grand Mufti, who's a Muslim. Now, this is Grand Mufti is the same one that Hitler was in very much in league with when he was... Now, it's, it's not obviously the same Grand Mufti, but it's a title given to um, an Islam okay, person. Well, where Schuller met with the same one, same, held the same title as the one Hitler met with in his day, Schuller says he was truly one of the great Christ honoring leaders of faith. <laughs> How can, I mean, what? The Grand Mufti, a Muslim to the core, who is commanded in the Quran to slay the infidels, which are all, which are all non believers. To slay them, to hunt them down wherever they are, to either kill them or convert them, which is what the Quran says they have to do if they're being fundamental to their faith, just because everybody's not strapping on pipe bombs and going out and blowing themselves up, just because all Muslims aren't doing that doesn't mean they shouldn't be doing it according to the Quran. That's what the Quran says you're supposed to do. But he said that this Grand Mufti was truly one of the great Christ honoring leaders of faith. Then he said, I'm dreaming a bold, impossible dream that positive thinking believers in God will rise above the illusions that our sectarian religions have imposed upon the world. Spoken like a true reprobate. And that the leaders of the major faiths will rise above doctrinal idiosyncrasies, choosing not to focus on disagreements, 
but rather to transcend divisive dogmas, to work together to bring peace and prosperity and hope to the world. Oh, man. What a heretic. That was the end of quote. That's from page 502 of his book. Here's another quote from page 501. Standing before a crowd of devout Muslims with the Grand Mufti, I know that we're all going that we're all doing God's work together. He knows that. We're all doing God's work together. No, you're doing Satan's work. Robert Schuller. And then he says, standing on the edge of a new millennium, we're laboring hand in hand to repair the breach. Tell you what, that's not what my Bible teaches. Let's just go to 2 Corinthians 6, 14-18, so we can read this verbatim. I've already quoted it a couple times, I just haven't read the whole verse. 2 Corinthians 6, 14-18. This is what I say to you, Robert Schuller. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion hath light with darkness? Islam is darkness. It is straight from the pit of hell. Okay, contrary to the word of God. Then it says in verse 15, And what concord, which is an agreement, hath Christ with Belial? And what part hath he with, that believeth with an infidel? And that's what Muslims are. Doesn't mean we shouldn't pray for them. It doesn't mean we want to see them go to hell. We want to see them go to heaven, obviously. But we don't try to yoke up with them in order to accomplish that. And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. Why? Because the Holy Spirit lives inside you if you're a born-again Christian. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. And I will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. See, Schuler's threw his Bible out a long, long, long time ago. As, as It's very obvious. Now also, if you want to know more about Islam, please see my teachings I've done on Islam, because I've dedicated whole teachings to this, to expose that. So, what is really taking place at the Rethink Conference is, is the reality of Schuler's dream that there be global unity among all religions and beliefs, that all these paths lead to the same God. Because he says we're all doing God's work, and all these paths can bring peace and prosperity and hope to the world. The glue is mysticism. But I will go further and say that the grease will be the lying signs and wonders. In other words, the grease that will make this all happen quicker will be the lying signs and wonders, which the Bible clearly predicts, that we haven't even really seen yet. Not on a global scale. And this is what is being promoted at the Rethink Conference. So let's go further with Erwin McManus. This is entitled, The Secret Behind a Secret Behind the Secret. Now, we've already done teachings on the secret, which is this, it's New Age, name it and claim it, is what it is. And this is what Oprah has promoted heavily, and these New Age contemplative speakers have promoted heavily. Um, when David Jeremiah endorsed Erwin McManus's 2002 book, Seizing Your Divine Moment, there should have been a reason for concern. Now, this is David Jeremiah. A lot of people look up to this guy. Was it like Shadow Mountain Church or whatever? 
A lot of people look up to this man, they think, oh, he's, he's right on the money. Well, he endorsed Erwin McManus' 2002 book, Season Your Divine Moment. I've heard him mention Erwin McManus just on the uh, supposed Christian radio. I've heard him mention him before. When he did this, there should have been reason for concern. Then, when Jeremiah made reference to McManus in his own 2003 book, Life Wide Open, that should have sent up red flags. But Jeremiah also quoted New Ager, Sue Monk Kid, in the book, as well as Buddhist sympathizer and a couple of mystics, and Rick Warren. So this is the type of people David Jeremiah is yoking himself up with. Now, notice I said before, he's endorsing Erwin McManus' 2002 book. Erwin McManus is the co-host for the Rethink Conference that's coming up next week with Robert Schuller. Erwin McManus has stated that it is my goal to destroy Christianity. And that the core of the coming one world religion is mysticism. Which lines up with what the Bible says about how the Antichrist will cause craft to prosper. Because mysticism is part of witchcraft. But this is David Jeremiah. This was a turnaround for De Jeremiah. For just about a decade earlier, he wrote a book exposing the New Age called The Invasion of Other Gods. It didn't seem possible that both books were written by the same person. But see, this is why Satan's so subtle. Because you can have somebody that at one time in their ministry seemed to be halfway biblically correct. And then all of a sudden, he slowly, slowly, slowly starts getting into this other stuff. And ultimately starts promoting the very things he condemned before. It's one of Satan's greatest tools. And this is why, again, we want to be very, very uh, careful about trusting in man. Because whenever you start to put your trust in man, you're not putting your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ anymore. And I've seen this happen many times where you had some man that seemed to be biblically correct for a time, and then all of a sudden something happens. And then they're different. And if you've put your trust in them, I've seen people do this, and because they put their trust in the man, they fall away from the faith. Because they say, oh, I'm just walking away from it all. That man failed me. This whole Christianity thing's no good. No, you've put your trust in a man. And that's exactly why you don't need or, or should do that. You want to stay away from that. okay? Because man will always fail you ultimately. If you put your trust in him. So, in 2001, David Jeremiah was quoting the mystic proponent, Henry Nowen. And in 2003, his church in Shadow Mountain was recommending its men read Richard Foster's contemplative book, Celebration of Discipline. So he's recommending all kind of New Age people. New Age people that are writing these books. Then, in 2005, things seemed to go from bad to worse after Ken Blanchard had been exposed as a New Age sympathizer. Having promoted Buddhism and mantra meditation for 20 years, David Jeremiah became part of his speaking team. <laughs> I mean, come on! Ken Blanchard had been exposed as a New Age sympathizer. He promoted Buddhism and mantra meditation for 20 years. David Jeremiah became part of a speaking team, which included New Age sympathizer Lori Beth Jones and Ken Blanchard's at Four Ken Blanchard's Lead Like Jesus conference. So he had this conference where David Jeremiah was actually a speaker for it. And it was essentially a New Age conference. It was about the same time Jeremiah contacted Lighthouse Trails, which is the one that put out this article, when he heard us mention him on a radio program. In his letter to us, he defended Ken Blanchard, and he insisted he was a new Christian. 
which he wasn't, and he reprimanded us for saying anything, for saying Blanchard was promoting the New Age, even though Blanchard promotes Buddhism, mantra meditation, he's a New Age sympathizer. But you've got David Jeremiah reprimanding Lighthouse Trails for putting this information out, when they're just being actually biblical. What seemed odd, though, was that after it was brought out that Jeremiah favorably quoted New Agers like Sumunk Kid in Life Wide Open, he didn't pull the book from the market and give some public explanation of caution. On the contrary, his 2006 book, Captured by the Grace, discussed Henry Nowen and carried an endorsement by Ken Blanchard, who is, again, the, the New Age sympathizer, uh, promotes Buddhism and mantra meditation. It actually has an endorsement in there from him. And then something very strange happened. In the fall of 2006, Jeremiah sent out an email to subscribers which favorably quoted and discussed Erwin McManus's book, The Barbarian Way. It's a great name for a Christian book, The Barbarian Way. Jeremiah said he would use the book in his upcoming Sunday sermon. Now remember, this is the same man that said it's his goal to destroy Christianity. He's the co-host for the Shuler Rethink Conference. Here, here we have Jeremy McManus, or we have David Jeremiah endorsing him in an email. Jeremiah said he would use his book in an upcoming Sunday sermon to help prepare the congregation for what he called a major paradigm shift. He's helped preparing his congregation for the coming one world religion of the Antichrist. That's what he's doing. Plain and simple. They're just getting more and more flagrant. Because the Christians are just kind of sitting back and taking it all in. They're not really protesting. They're going along with it. So, you know... What ends up happening is they get more and more aggressive with their agenda as people sit back and really do nothing, particularly within the congregations that this is happening in. If there was a major outcry within Shadow Mountain Church to David Jeremiah, things would start to change real quick probably. But there is none, because they're following man, and they're not checking it out against the Bible. <clears throat> Since that email, we know of at least two occasions where Jeremiah has favorably referred to McManus again. I heard him personally on one of his radio shows, not that I was, it was like on my, my alarm that I wake up to, and I heard him mention him. Erwin McManus is a promoter of the New Age, he, had, it, he admits himself that his book, The Barbarian Way, has a message that is the core of mysticism, which is the heart of the New Age. Now John Gordon is the author of a book called The Ten Minute Energy Solution. Now John Gordon is a speaker at the Rethink Conference. Okay, now this is a speaker that's going to be at this Rethink conference. He has a book called The Ten-Minute Energy Solution. Ironically enough, Ray Youngen wrote about Gordon in his book, A Time of Departing. He wrote about it to show further proof of Ken Blanchard's embracing of the New Age. You, for you see, Blanchard had endorsed Gordon's book. Okay, so Ken Blanchard, who's, who had this conference, this New Age conference, that David Jeremiah spoke at, endorses this book this 10-minute energy solution book by New Ager John Gordon. Early in 2006, a book hit the market called The 10-Minute Energy Solution by John Gordon. The book is filled with suggestions on how to improve energy levels through meditation, yoga, breathing exercises, and other such techniques. Throughout the book, Gordon favorably quotes the Dalai Lama, meditator Daniel Goleman, New Agers Marilyn Ferguson, and Wayne Dwyer, and he also quotes from A Course in Miracles, which we just talked about earlier. 
Gordon promotes pantheism, God in all, by saying such things as, you came from this source, speaking of God, and you are this source. Meaning you are God. So this is one of the speakers at the Rethink Conference. John Gordon is as new age as it gets. On Tuesday morning, we read the article from Gordon's recent newsletter. The article is entitled, The Secret Behind the Secret. In discussing the new film, The Secret. Now, again, I've already done a whole teaching on The Secret. It's new age, name it and claim it. Oprah's been promoting it heavily. And it's really what the Pentecostals have been doing for years, but now they're trying to get it more and more mainstream. And it's the New Age version, so it's a little bit more mystical. The Law of Attraction, which is what this secret is based upon, is important to share in its big part with my new book, The Energy Bus. This is another book, evidently, Gordon um, is coming out with. He has the... 10-Minute Energy Solution, and then the Energy Bus, which tells the story of a man who uses the Law of Attraction to help turn around negativity, fear, adversity, and challenges in his life. In understanding the Law of Attraction, many are now realizing that they are involved in the creation of new lives, what their energetic thoughts, beliefs, actions have an impact on in the world, and an imprint on the energy of the fabric of the universe. You see, Gordon likes the secret because he believes that God is in all creation, and the secret teaches that God is everywhere. Actually, it teaches, although God is everywhere, but it actually teaches that we are God. So, from the secret, from the book, page 175, it says, We are all creators, not only for our own destiny, but also for the universe. We are all connected, we are all one. Page 183, No matter who you thought you were, now you know the truth of who you really are. You are the master of the universe. You are the heir of the kingdom. You are the perfection of life. <laughs> You're the master of the universe. Wasn't there like a cartoon called Masters of the Universe? I think there was. Yeah, it was a little cartoon a long time ago. Um, then, page 164, you are God in a physical body, and it's with a capital G. They're saying, you are God in a physical body. You are all power. You are are all intelligence, you are the creator. This is what, ultimately, this, these new, the, the, the New Age is promoting, and ultimately what they're going to be promoting at this Rethink Conference. So few could deny after hearing these statements that the secret is pure occultism, especially when we realize that the author of the book is the disciple of the teachings of Abraham, which is a group of spirit guides. But listen now to what John Gordon says in his next article. To him who has ears, let him hear. While having dinner the other night with Erwin McManus, this is the guy that wants to destroy Christianity, co-host for the Rethink Conference, who's also, Erwin McManus also authored a book called Soul Cravings. And a person who has a profound impact on my life, we discussed the secret, and Erwin made a great point that we need to explain, that there is a secret behind the secret. We are co-creators of our life with God. So now we're co-creators. Okay? So much for all things were made by Him, meaning Jesus Christ, and without Him was not anything made that was made. This is saying we are co-creators of our life with God. We are both creating and being created at the same time. Just New Age drivel. Erwin McManus resonates with the secret, and with John Gordon, and there's a simple explanation from this which is that he agrees with the same spirituality. In other words, Erwin McManus, John Gordon, they all agree that 
you know, in the new age, that we are all God, and this is what they're going to be bringing to these seminars that they're they're going to be uh, talking, and what they have been putting out in the past. McManus further reveals his spirituality, saying, "My goal is to destroy Christianity as a world religion, and of, and, and to be a recatalyst for the movement of Jesus Christ." Now, hold on. How do you do that? McManus reveals his spirituality. He says, quote, My goal is to destroy Christianity as a world religion and be a recatalyst for the movement of Jesus Christ. How do you destroy Christianity and yet you're a catalyst for Jesus Christ? Well, if you have another Jesus and another gospel, that's how he's talking. I mean, understand, conversations with God, supposedly that was God talking to that guy. And it was being channeled through demons. And then you have that Course in Miracles, where that Jewish atheist lady was doing automatic writing. And that was supposedly Jesus Christ. See, that's their Jesus. It's a Jesus contrary to the Word of God. That's why how he could say this seemingly uh, diametrically opposed statement within the same sentence. He wants to destroy Christianity, but then be a recatalyst for the movement of Jesus Christ. But it's their Jesus. It's this false Jesus. It's an, it's an antichrist. Some people are upset with me because it sounds like I'm being anti-Christian. This is Erwin McManus. I mean, no. We, we, how could we ever come to that? I mean, you just said you want to destroy Christianity. You're, you're for every new age thing that you could possibly be for. Why would we think that, you know? It's because uh, some people are upset with me because it sounds like I'm being anti-Christian. And then you know what he says? I think they may be right. <laughs> Is he even trying to even hide it? He says, I think they may be right. And that's from his book, The Barbarian Way. So, again, this makes my job really easy. I mean, these guys are so flagrant. It is obvious that, Je- that the Jesus McManus refers to is another Jesus. And the gospel he proclaims is a different gospel. Okay, now Galatians 1, 6-10 says, I marvel that ye be so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ, which is exactly what we're talking about here. But though we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. Says it. Says, let, let him be accursed. You don't, you don't hear this preached very much in the uh, average churches. As we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach unto you any other gospel unto you that ye have received, let him be accursed. He says it again. It says it two times in scripture. Back to back. For do I now persuade men or God? So it says, but we, mean like the apostles of the time, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel, and that's what we're talking about. We're talking about a guy, or a, a woman and a man, you know, in the Course with Miracles, this Jewish atheist that received this revelation supposedly directly from Jesus Christ. But we know it's not Jesus Christ, because it's contrary to the Word of God. Then it says, for do I now persuade men or God? Do, or do I seek to please men, or yet... Please men, for if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. But isn't that what Smiley Joe and all these guys are doing in these filling these stadiums up and Benny Hinn? Aren't they pleasing men? Well, it says when you when you, that's your goal, which is to please men and to make the money, you're not the servant of Christ. 
Jeremiah 48.10 says, Cursed be he that doeth the work of the Lord deceitfully. And that's what guys like Schuler and all these other guys are doing. Jeremiah 48.10 Cursed be he that doeth the work of the Lord deceitfully. And they're doing it and, you know, they got no shame about it. Now, this the secret, which is being promoted, has the potential to prepare the world for such delusion as it's never seen before. And now countless Christian leaders will help to take Christendom into the same spiritual deception through mysticism and the contemplative prayer movement. When we see leaders like David Jeremiah promoting Erwin McManus and Sue Monk Kidd, Josh McDowell endorsing Dan Kimball's new book and sharing a platform twice with meditation promoter Tony Campagnola, Charles Stanley authoring an audio series called Meditation, The Power of Silence, Southern Baptist Convention embracing the emerging church through their partnership with the Leadership Network, the organization that launched the... which. Um, the Leadership Network is the organization that launched the Emerging Church. And then Beth Moore being part of the, quote, Be Still DVD, and later saying she sees nothing wrong with contemplative spirituality. Then you have Focus on the Family promoting a man who tells his readers to repeat a word for 20, to for 20 minutes, which is forbidden in the Bible as vain repetition. Erwin um, Lutzer endorsing Larry Crabb's book, The Papa Prayer, which outright promotes contemplative and centering prayer. And then you have Chuck Swindoll exalting the name of Henry Nowen, who is a New Ager, and saying, we can't really know God without silence. When we see the massive shift by Christian leaders, we know there will be a convergence where millions will come together, unified, through meditation, and the exalting, and exalting man is God. It's totally confirming in the scripture. And again, 1 Timothy 4.1, Now the Spirit speaketh, speaketh expressly, that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. And then 2 Thessalonians 2.3 says, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there cometh falling away first, and the man of sin be, and the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. So I'm going to go ahead and close this out for today. We're going to have to continue this um, next week because I just got too much more to cover. So I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this time that you've given us, Lord God. I thank you that you allowed us to come together, Lord God, for another week. I pray, Lord God, that your truth has went forth. I do pray, God, wherever your word is being preached worldwide, that you bless it. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, a great fear would fall upon the body of Christ, and the unsaved, Lord God, and that, that fear would drive both the saved and the unsaved to repentance. I do pray, God, that you would open eyes, Lord God, that they would be able to see this information, give them ears to hear and hearts to receive, God. I pray, God, that every devil or demon or, or evil spiritual entity that would try to hinder this message in any way, shape, or form be bound up and rebuked in the name of Jesus Christ. We praise you, Lord God. We thank you for... Um, the liberty you've, you've given us and the freedom you've given us to come together. And Lord, I just um, I pray, God, if anyone's listening to this sermon, this teaching, that doesn't know you as Lord and Savior, that you would save their soul, Father God, for which you will that not one would perish, but that all would come to repentance. And Lord God, we love you, we thank you, we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.